Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Conversations with My Dog, with me, Marnie Jahangiri. This week, we have equine and canine chiropractic Brody Marriott on the show. A lot of people don't realize that the widely recognized practice works just as well in animals too. Brody helps horses and dogs who are prone to specific areas of restriction and imbalance through chiropractic and is here today to tell us more about the benefits of this offer. And welcome Namapa Brody Marriott on the show. How wonderful to have you. Tell me a little bit about your background. How did you start? When did you start? Sure. So I am also a chiropractor for people as well. And I've been practicing for four years now. Um, I've been practicing on animals for two years, but I originally got into the human practice because I wanted to practice on animals. So when I was younger, when I was at school, I used to ride lots. So I love horses. I kind of always wanted, actually the first time I saw chiropractic was on a horse because I went on work experience with this lady. And I don't know if you've ever seen chiropractic being done on a horse, but it's the most incredible thing ever. Like obviously horses are amazing animals, but they're so big. And to see them just completely like relax into the adjustment, it was so amazing. So I was like, that's what I want to do when I'm older. And obviously you've got to do the the people's degree first, which is, which is four years. And when I was going through college, it's, it's quite a tough degree actually. So at the time I was thinking, mm, maybe I won't do the animals, but then I graduated and I decided to do the course. And honestly, it's like the best thing I've done. And I've been practicing on dogs and horses since. And it's just so much fun. Like, I love it. Like, I treat people part time and I don't really see treating animals as a job. I'm just playing around with dogs and horses all day. I know the feeling. I know the feeling when you're teaching. I'm a yoga teacher. When I teach my humans, it's like, okay, here we go. These are the humans. But then you do the doga and there's dogs involved. And it's just, uh, that's just just the the joy. That's the joy. It's the best therapy. It is wonderful. Any, I I don't call it a job. That's why I want to do it full time. Uh, But it's amazing. Uh, Just to, I, when did, animal chiropractic even start when did when did this concept where does it evolve from when did it start when did it begin yeah well it's all fairly new actually and 
this is why this is why I'm doing this and I'm I really want to get the message across on kind of the the canine front because it's really not well recognized within dogs like it it is in horses in the equine industry um I guess with horses there's the performance and the professional performance side to things and it really makes a difference with horses uh with show jumping and dressage and things like that um but yeah, no one really knows about it for dogs. It's so underestimated. Were you taken seriously at the beginning? Did people laugh? Did you did you go on TV shows like me and people just wrote comments underneath saying this is ridiculous? I mean, come on, what's next? Did you did, were you I mean, you know ridiculed? Yeah, or? I, I do get. I mean, I guess a few people laugh at it and think it's quite funny, and I guess it is quite funny. Like it's very niche, isn't it? But um, I guess. There's two ways of looking at it. And some people think it's like a luxurious thing that like, oh, you're taking your dog to a chiropractor. But some of the cases that I've seen now, it's not a luxury at all. And it's either, you know, the dog gets treatment and feels better or, you know, they're in pain for a long time. And vets are obviously very good in what they do, but their practice is also limited because the only things that they can offer are kind of drugs and advice that way. Whereas holistically, I feel like this is a practice where we can actually make a long-term difference and actually affect the overall health and get to the root cause of the problem, really. Um, And with people, this is what I enjoy the most. With people, it often takes a long time for the treatment to start working um and you need a lot of sessions with people because i think stress has a big factor in it because when people are stressed it takes lots longer for people to get better whereas animals then they don't particularly have that stress factor involved and they don't have any of the psychological factors either so they tend to get better within well, not better, but I see marked mark improvements within like one or two treatments, really. Whereas people, it's it takes much longer than that. So that's amazing because Absolutely. after one treatment, they'll either go to sleep for a few hours or have a bit of a crazy moment. And then it's like, oh, I'm better now. That's amazing. And you're so right because I was suffering with musculoskeletal problems for four months and I mm. went in and out of chiropractic and, and yoga and, and, and physio and the whole lot and MRIs and everything. And I, I said to this chiropractor, it's not working for me. And he says, yeah, you are extremely tense. Mm. And I said, I know. And he says, you're probably carrying a lot of stress, you know. Yeah. And for some reason, the body just didn't want to give in. It didn't want to mm. it didn't want to respond to it did respond to the manipulation a little bit. But then it kept flaring up and flaring up. And yeah. um, it's 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 psychosomatic. It's probably exactly. stress uh, related. And I think with people that's. That's like, yeah, half of the job is just getting people to relax to actually for their bodies to accept the treatment. Otherwise, it's just going to fight you back. It's just going to be a bit of a battle. Whereas animals, they kind of just relax from the get go. And that's how you know, like, it's really good treatment because they relax into it and they just let you do it. Whereas vets, I guess all vets there, they do it. They do it because they love the animals, don't they? But a lot of animals are scared of going to the vets and don't actually like the vets. Whereas actually 
the dogs that I treat, they actually, <laughs> they like seeing me each time. So I know that the treatment can't hurt them and they must remember um, that it makes them feel better. And where do you work from? Uh, do you have various locations or do you visit people's houses? Yeah, so originally I, I was mobile and was going around to people's homes kind of all across London. Um, but lately it's got a bit nuts and I've been here, there and everywhere all over London. So I really needed to find a base and I've started actually working in this amazing place in Chelsea called Love My Human Townhouse. And <laughs> it's literally like the universe has opened up and sent me this place because there's this great doggy cafe downstairs. There's a dog groomers, a doggy daycare center, and these am like amazing dog treatment therapy rooms. And these rooms, they're far fancier than any <laughs> people's practice I've worked from. So yeah. Only the really? best, only the best for the Chelsea dogs, for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's really, really and That's exactly what I visualise. Yeah. yeah, I always thought there should be treatment rooms. Um, do they treat the human as well, as well as the dog? Do they combine the treatments? Because I believe both should be combined. Because I saw on Instagram you treating a human with a little dog sitting oh. on the human's <laughs> lap. And I was like, this is it. This is this is what Doga is about. Yeah. The, the combination of human and dog. Not just the dog, not just the human, but the combination yeah. that both get the treatment, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, that was in my um, people's practice and it's not actually my practice. So I just practice in someone else's clinic. But they're, they're absolutely fine with people bringing in their dogs. And that day I was like, this is just the best combo, isn't it? Just having dogs. Absolutely. And I guess it's just relaxing for the patients as well for for their dogs to be around. Absolutely. But yeah, maybe one day there'll be a... a uh, one day. Well, that is yeah. my vision in my studio, uh, the first dog yoga studio. One one day, a, you know, five story place where you actually go and have combined mm -hmm. treatment because doga is the two way glue. It's it's you and your dog. Doga for you and your dog and the dog and you are not a separate entity. You're one together in energy. I'm sure you agree with lockdown. We all slight. We're all we're all of us are slightly screwed up <laughs> now, and the relationship isn't so great with a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and all relationships with you know Robbie's attachment mm. and everything. It's just not been that great. Yeah, you know. So it's there's a really important moment where I think Doga will come and help for people to to let go. Because you know what's funny is when you do the yoga with an animal, it releases emotions. Mm. It actually releases something deep from within when the dog then eventually comes and licks the face in the right moment and sits there. There's something mm. there that holds you. The dogs are actually holding you and you can <gasps> finally. And I don't think we've ever come to that point yet uh, where we can release. Sure. Uh, I think that point has not arrived yet. The big healing. Yeah space. I think we're still very <gasps> frantically uh, trying to control things because we just don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of things have happened. Did you notice so so many questions? So when you work with the obviously you must have had so many patients now with stress and anxiety, oh. tr human treatments. Did you notice anything when you're treating the dogs? Did, did the dogs, are the dogs stiffer? Are the dogs more tense? I think so. And I was thinking about this 
the other day, actually, because half of my people's patients during lockdown, it's called, you know, the stress response, the sympathetic system that gets heightened and all the muscles tighten and it's really hard for them to relax without doing, you know, some kind of self like meditation or whatever helps them to relax. And I think it must be the same if, if a dog is stressed, it switches on that sympathetic system. So their whole system is in that stress state. And I was thinking, because in people, what it's designed for is for acute scenarios to like get us away from danger fairly quickly. It's what, why all animals have it. But in people, there's kind of a fault in our systems because when you're chronically stressed with work, that stress system is like, engaged for a lot longer than it should be. And that's where things start to go wrong in the body because it totally exhausts your body systems because the body's working a lot harder. So I was thinking the other day, I was, I was wondering if that is the same in dogs, whether, whether it is short term like it's meant to be or whether they do hold on to the stress. And but, this is where we can collaborate because we could work yeah. with, I could give you that answer through the doga within the relationship mm. between the human and give you some feedback as you're treating a dog. And I say, well, actually, this dog has been more obsessive about the owner and sort of give the feedback mm. <laughs> background information on the relationship because I see the full relationship on the yoga mat. So, yeah. And, and see what, you know, it's like giving extra information over yeah. to each other Absolutely. and exchange. And they, and they must, they, I think they must do because they pick up on so much. They're highly in tune with us, aren't they? And if they sense when we're upset and they come over to comfort us. So if we're stressed, they're going to pick up on that stress. And I think also hold some of that tension. So it's, it's, it's a bit interesting because sometimes... I, I treat dogs uh, mainly for maintenance when they don't necessarily have problems or trying to get it in the preventative stage of care before things actually develop into problems. And sometimes I'll see a dog and their spine will feel really healthy and really good. And then the owner will phone me up asking me to come sooner than I'm supposed to because the dog's like in pain again when the dog hasn't done anything that could have caused that pain. So whether that could be stress, I don't know, because often if people don't have a triggering factor, I always say it's stress because that's one of the main causes of tension within the body. That is fascinating. It's just very hard to test, isn't it? Very hard to test because they can't speak to us. But it, it would yeah. be fascinating to find out. I mean, that's why uh, to develop, a, a, you know, having a space where we can literally research a little bit more and go into the depths of this yeah. human dog relationship, dog to human, human to dog. And I yeah. really believe there is absolutely no, um, mm, no separation. I think it's completely entwined, intertwined, mm. entwined. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they really hold everything for you in like a sponge. Where I am, in Chelsea, there's a dog Reiki therapist, which I didn't know was a thing, which I'm kind of all for because I have Reiki on myself every month and it's very relaxing. But I didn't know that. I, I knew that horses would be susceptible for Reiki, but dogs... <laughs> 
but it must be a thing. It's, it's got to be. Welcome to Mum's the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles and all the other problems that come with parenting. I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos and of course celebrating the amazing highs too. Each week I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me it's my first time so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley James, coming soon. It's the best parenting podcast out there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was going to ask this a very important question. So what is there an age limit or an age where you, for example, puppies, are you allowed to treat puppies or is there, do they have to be a certain age? Yeah, I think so. So I think, well, with people, I say the earlier, the better. I treat a lot of babies and it's really important to get checked from the get go. And I would say exactly the same in animals, because if there are any imbalances that could be could have occurred during pregnant during the mother's pregnancy or in delivery which can often happen then they need to be corrected because if they're corrected early enough then they're not going to cause any problems in the neurological development moving forward obviously in puppies and in babies the treatment is very different and much more gentle um, but that's when they're the most receptive to the treatment and things happen it's crazy it's like magic things happen just like without having to do much at all because with with chiropractic a lot of people um think what we're doing because in people it's the you hear the audible releases in the joints the clicking of the joints so they think 
we're actually moving the bones that are stuck out of place back into place. So when I say to people I work on horses, they're like, oh my gosh, you must be so strong to move a horse's spine. But that's that I'm not doing that at all. It's actually the speed that we use into the joint and it affects the speed receptor inside the joint. So that then relays information to the brain and it's the brain that then changes the way that the body's um, communicating with the joint, restoring the movement. So all we're doing, we're kind of like the electricians that are rewiring things within the body. So we're, we're kind of just removing the nerve interference and then it's the body and the brain that make the changes, which that's only been discovered, I think, in the last 20 years in the research. But that's like pretty fascinating for me because that means as well, if I work on a certain area of the body, it's not that just particular area that I'm going to be affecting. It's the whole of the nervous system that's going to be changing because your nervous system is constantly adapting to try and uh, restore balance. But sometimes it's our stressful environment that we put ourselves in, that we become out of balance because it's all compensation trying to restore us back, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I can I can only agree. I mean, this is the beauty at the end of a doga session when everybody's just quiet and the dogs yeah. are quiet. It's such a restorative place and such a healing place that people can't even come off the floor. They, they just don't. And the dogs, all of them. And also, funnily enough, with puppies, uh, when they're doing their doga, they could be running around for 90 minutes like lunatics, playing <laughs> and not sitting still and running around. And I say, keep running around, let them run around. Don't pick them up. You can try picking up, but they're going to scramble out of your <laughs> your arms and go somewhere else and pick so you know and, and bite someone's nose and that's what puppies do but they're out they're out on their way home you cannot that's it I, they always owners always send me pictures the dog really? is done oh really done because they still absorbed the relaxation they still yeah. even if they couldn't sit still they still got something out of yeah. being in a room full of human yogis mm -hmm with dogs in that environment very contained it has to be they have to absorb it though mm. that's why an open space don't work parks don't work all of that it does it's too much going on it needs to be contained bulletproof soundproof that's the perfect situation and uh, the parasympathetic central nervous system mm. it is absolutely fascinating so when you see um, say a puppy how do you know how do you scan the body for imbalances, where do you pick up the imbalances? I'm just thinking, how do you, yeah, body so, scan? It. Yeah, exactly. It's all to do with palpation and what I'm feeling. So we're checking, well, one, I check kind of the gait, the movement to see if it's symmetrical, the posture to see if there's any imbalances that way, because everything's supposed to have symmetry. Um, Particular breeds are more um, predisposed to particular areas becoming tight and restricted within the spine. So with the joints, if I, I, I demonstrate to you yes. with, uh, Cairo here. <laughs> so what Hi. I feel for, I kind of run down the spine, pressing each of the segments because for our nervous system to function well, we need to have one really good spinal motion in each individual segment of the spine. 
and two really good spinal posture and alignment. If that's not happening, if there's a restriction in the spine, it means that the nerve signals from the brain are going to be blocked that, to that particular area of the body, which is then why we get imbalances in the muscles. The muscles become tight and they don't activate like they're supposed to. So that's when the dog compensates by changing its gait or putting different pressures through different areas. So I'll often find in dogs, in dogs, it's quite interesting because if you think about the human vertebral column, it kind of gradually goes from the, the small um, segments in the neck to the larger segments in the lower back. And it's a gradual incline with dogs. It's all of the same. There's one vertebra and then it suddenly changes. So there's very much a transitional zone in the middle and that can be heavily impacted by the posture of the dog. Um, so this transitional zone in the middle is often where I find a lot of tension and I'll feel through the muscles, I'll feel through the joints. And if there's an area of tension, it will often be like there's a twitch. So you can also feel it if you're stroking your dogs. That's how I, I tell patients to screen for um, any imbalances. If you're stroking your dog and they, they twitch, like someone's almost walked over your grave, you know, where you shake a little bit like that. Uh -huh. That's where uh -huh. uh, there's a restriction in the spine. And that's where there's a faulty signaling from the brain to that area of the body. Um, and that's the area where I adjust. So I just put like a, a little force into the joint where it's not moving. And the body just adapts to that and immediately changes. And it's immediate, so the results, which is really pretty cool oh my god because Robbie uh, he's a Maltese sure. and when he you know, he's just lying there on the floor I, I want to get him but because he has uh, he's quite uneven in his legs back legs when he he always had it he never quite the back legs it's a Maltese thing they pull one leg up and kick it <laughs> sort of he doesn't walk normally he doesn't <laughs> it's always one leg up and kick and it's the left side that I noticed is has always been slightly imbalanced, and I didn't know what to do with that. You know whether I should massage the limbs and things, but he he really doesn't like the back legs to be touched either. Mm -hmm. So this is really interesting. Where you're talking, how would you treat a Maltese, for example? Uh, where what would you look for in Maltese? So um, so Maltese is probably more of a towards a smaller breed. So often. It's in kind of general rule of thumb, larger breeds like Alsatians and Labradors and dogs um, that are a bit bigger tend to have more dysfunction in their pelvis because it tends to be often that they, you know, slope towards their back end. So a lot of pressure builds down at the, the bottom of the spine That's and they'll, they'll get That's a lot it. of pressure through the discs. So I don't know if you've heard of like intervertebral disc disease. Uh, which is really common in a lot of breeds. Um, and that can really like press on the, the neurology and cause lots of um, dysfunction in the hind um, legs. And that's why, you know, Labradors, Golden Retrievers, when they get older, it's often their back legs that collapse and give up on them. Where do dogs hold most tension? Generally, where where is the tension? Because I do a lot of ear massages and and 
the atlas around there at the back of the neck. I, is that true that the, the neck could hold a lot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, the atlas is one probably if the atlas is stuck, that's one of the best and most powerful adjustments that you can do in both people and in animals because the atlas it's called the atlas because it holds the cranium on top of the the neck like atlas holds the earth on top of his shoulders and it's a very different bone to the rest of the bones within the neck and if that gets rotated and stuck in a rotated position because of all of the neurology traveling down through the neck, it compresses all of the neurology. So it can impact the, the system and the dog as a whole, like behavioral wise. Um, in people, it's like, you know, chronic brain fog, sinus problems, headaches, like congestion and neck pain and grogginess, tiredness, and it can have the exact same effects on a dog as well. So there are some human chiropractors and they, they'll only adjust this very first uh, vertebra because it makes a huge impact to the way that the rest of the nervous system works. And if this one's moving well, then everything else can kind of adapt to it. So that is definitely a, a segment, an adjustment that I always check up in the neck there. So, so the atlas adjustment for a dog is um, this up here. So it would be a kind of a thrust that way, almost. Oh, oh, oh sorry, there is a, a sharp yeah. movement. The thrust with, with animals, uh, it doesn't click or anything, which is quite nice because I don't think you'd want to hear your dog being clicked around like like people. Oh my God. <laughs> And they're fine with that. They're fine being held like that. Wow. Well, amazing. yeah. So most like it's, I guess it depends which breed. So some breeds, they, it tends like, this is quite annoying because it tends to be the bigger breeds that absolutely love it and just relax and become dead weights. Like I was seeing a Mastiff this morning. <laughs> I thought I was going to see a Chihuahua this morning. They opened the door and it was this big bear. <laughs> and he literally oh turned into a dead weight and I he was literally like sat on my knee and I was holding the full weight of this dog but he was so relaxed and I think these bigger breeds have such a bad rep don't they of being really aggressive but mm. I found that they're all just massive big softies he was so adorable um, but he was like basically asleep by the end so he he really relaxed into it but um other breeds border collies they're quite like independent dogs don't they i've got a border collie and it's so frustrating because he hasn't let me treat him at all he just hates anything being done to him like he we tried to take him to the groomers once and we got the phone call and we had to go and pick him up because <laughs> he wasn't letting them do anything. Um, but most of the time they, they absolutely love it. And sometimes it's really funny to see because they'll try and resist you, but they're relaxed at the same time. So you can see it in their face, they're relaxed, but they're still trying to hold on to a bit of tension. Oh my God, I can't wait to see you in action. I would love to just 
watch and, and, and learn because this is the most interesting thing. And it's so helpful also with Doga to understand a little bit more with the lifts and everything uh, that we incorporate some certain lifts. Maybe it's not the right thing. You know, yes. I want to learn so much more about anatomy. It's yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. We both, you come to my class and I watch one of your sessions. Let's let's hope we can get this yes, uh, yes, uh, yeah, uh, going, you know, absolutely. I would love to talk to you so much more in details. I have so many more questions, but uh, our time's up. But we would love to have you again with more information. Maybe uh, listeners would would like to bring in some requests and questions and answers, you know, yeah, of course. because I think it's opening just a can of worms here. Yeah. We just opened the lid. Absolutely. There's a million things more to look at. Um, and also um, to find out the difference between animal physiotherapy and chiropractic. You know, what, what's that? What's the difference? And sure. it, can you combine it? But um, It could be a bit of a minefield, I, I feel, at the moment. And I think a lot of people are confused about who to go to and... They get sent mm. one way, but then, I mean, it's great because back in the day, there wasn't any of these therapies while there for, for dogs. And now there's um, loads of them, which is amazing, but it can be a bit confusing about who to see. But it's definitely not just one or the other. I think often it's a, a real combined approach that to get the best results, for sure. Absolutely. And the last most important question, how is your relationship with vets? Because... Do vets believe in chiropractic? I mean, do you, are they all different? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just, it's a bit like, um, I guess, us and GPs, like we get lots of referrals through GPs and we treat GPs, but I think it's just a lack of education within the system because I think if they knew more about what it was that we do, they'd send over a lot more patients than they do. But as part of our training, we obviously got taught what all the different professionals do and their scope, but I don't think in uh, a vet's or a, a GP's training, they, they learn about what it is that we do. Um, so I think just a bit more, you know, networking and, and communication. Absolutely. I've done a few um, talks in vets and they were really interested and they didn't know any of the research behind it or anything. Um, so I think that's the thing, like it's, it's a fairly new profession still. So I think it's just getting some research behind us. Absolutely. Well, we will network and we will continue to stay in touch and, uh, we'll get you on board, hopefully when the first studio Super. opens. Uh, but also we'd love to have you back on the show for more. This is just the beginning because I really have a million more questions, um, about so many more things. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you just opened a can of work. So it's, it's totally my subject. But thank you so much for giving your time. And, and, you know, your time is so precious. And I really wish you all the success with the, with your work with Animals Aligned. We can find you online, www.animalsaligned.com. Absolutely. And for anyone who has questions, please, please write in or leave comments uh, underneath uh, if you want to know more uh, about your dog and what your dog needs. Um, but in the meantime, I will press my paws together. And usually I have Robbie here, but I press the palms of my hands and my paws together and I say Nama Paw, Nama paw. to you, oh my Brody Ma I love it. <laughs> This is the best thing in the world. <laughs> 
thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. Make sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations with My Dog to keep up to date with all of our latest news. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please, please leave us a review and a five star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Weak. Nama. Paw.